Hey, yo, what's good, man? It's your host, Cleve. Welcome to the Third Coast Podcast with my man. Joe, what it do, Gators? What it do, mate? my beard being past my neck yeah like you can't see my neck no more yeah you don't need a turtleneck or a sweater or a scarf to cover hey at one point in time i used to have like a double chin i used to have no neck (laughs) i don't like my chin (laughs) when i like when i when i went to colorado like i didn't shave or anything like i basically had long hair when i went up there yeah you know coming back like i want to say my beard was like five or six inches decent size yeah, it's like decent, by, like, by most standards like for the most part like um like it was thick like at the bottom half of it but the rest was like a burly curl i don't know something like yeah it cracked us like man she look like pubes like man <laughs> like you know what else looks like it's like your upper lip <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. I really should have paid attention to which ones I assigned this week on the sound pad because I already messed that up. That's the one I wanted for that. Okay. My bad. Uh, That's good. Welcome back to Third Coast Podcast <laughs> in here with the one, the only, Cleveland. Yo, yo, what's good? What's good? And you already know who I am, what to do, Gators, you know what I'm saying? But uh, welcome back. Uh, this is a beautiful afternoon in oakdale louisiana and we're excited that y'all are listening with us uh how are you doing cleve uh for the most part yeah for the most part (laughs) doing pretty fair uh can't complain in a bit of a tight spot i could say but i've i'd rather not get into the details of it but overall you know i've just been taking it easy and how about you joe how have things been going uh as you can see uh coming to the shed that i mowed the grass today which took about uh, two and a half hours, which I don't necessarily never really enjoy, but it's nice to have a, a, a bigger yard to cut, I guess. At least I don't have, I have a, a self-propelled lawnmower, not a regular push one, so it, I can just push it up and it just walk with it. So, But other than that, I mean, good. Happy uh, to be back on the show. Got uh, some... Some cool and exciting news to let the listeners uh, hear about. And, uh, yeah, a kid started back to school uh, yesterday. And it was uh, it was nice to bring them to school and, you know, all the activities. And shout out, like, the, I don't know how, like, most schools are in other parts of the world or, you know, in our country. But my kids go to Elizabeth and they had... Police was out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now in Allen Parish, you ha- there's going to be a fucking cop at every school. And that's that's dope, you know? Right, that just started this year. Yeah. Like it used to be that way at one point in the past, but they only had done it for a few weeks because it was a state of emergency call. But other than that, just to have that on on school sites is much needed the way that yes. 
things have been progressing lately with um all that amber alert yeah yeah and the other thing you know that happens at schools unfortunately like the uh the school tutor yeah but uh hopefully that with this it deters and there'd be an easy job and no one has to worry about that around here or anywhere else hopefully but bringing the kids to school yeah i always enjoy it but the night before dude and like the week leading up to it i've been preparing them to like hey look you know summer's about to end that means y'all gotta go to bed you know and they've been saying you know i'm not I, i feel like i'm a free given parent when it comes to like bedtimes during summer you know as long as you sleep you know it's right. fine when just it comes time for school it's the same as having a job like you gotta have that structure to yeah so i've been preparing them, them all bed week by eight to nine o'clock yeah you know, no later than 10 10 that's yeah, that's why i aim for latest. about 10 latest ten thirty. but the, like if they're older yeah like you know if they're past the age of um i feel like seven you know, seven, eight, nine years old, like they could stay up a little bit, like 30 minutes past, but, you know, no later than, yeah, 1030. But, uh, my parents were strict, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's times in my past where, like, bedtime as a kid was like, what, like eight, eight thirty. But then I did live at the end of, uh, I don't know what is, and the Ballard Road is what it's called. Yeah, Ballard Road. Lived all the way at the end, and uh, Mr. Manuel drove the bus, but we had to get up like 45 minutes before school started just to get on the bus to get to, you know, town in time. That used to, so I used to sleep on the bus. It would be a 45 minute bus ride going to school and then going back to school. I've had different drivers. Like, I think for elementary, uh, it was Miss, it was either Miss Joanne Dyer. Yeah, it was, yeah, her name was Miss Dyer, but yeah, it's the Pentecost lady. She used to drive, and then uh, Irvin Willis. Oh yeah, started driving. He used to play the country music, and uh, one day we tried to convince him to play the rap, and I think he flashed out. He was like, "I'm not playing this bullshit." <laughs> he was like, "What is this bullshit?" So he switched it. Yeah, he switched it back to 100.3 K, but double RB. K double RB. Yeah, like that's all I used to hear every morning. It's like heard that for some years. And then uh, Ernest Herx, rest in peace. But Ernest Herx, he used to uh, drive the bus as well. And um, yeah, like pretty much it just went from that route. And then just um, like I stopped taking the bus altogether and I switched schools. I started driving to school and then the rest is history. Yeah, we uh, had moved into town, and I used to walk to school when I was in high school. Shit, I used to walk to McDonald's <laughs> when I worked there growing up. Used to switch it up. Like, some days I would walk, I would ride the bike. Most of the time I rode the bike just the way, like, I, I would stop by the store. I always pick up a RC and a honey bun or um, a Fruitopia. It was like the Fruit Punch Fruitopia. Do they even make Fruitopia anymore? No, they don't make that drink anymore. But if they had that drink, it's the equivalent of the Minute Maid drinks nowadays. It's like, that's as close as you'll uh, get. But it's not even as close as that because it was like a fruit drink. Like, it was made with real fruit. But it was limited time. I like the body armors now with the yeah, coconut body, water. Yeah, body armors. Slaps. Nice. This podcast is not sponsored by uh, Body Armor Strawberry Banana. <laughs> <laughs> Super hydration, delicious drink. 
Uh, I like the orange one, the orange mango. Yeah. What, um, uh, the Kobe Bryant one is the, probably the best one. The grape, purple and the grape and stra- strawberry. Strawberry grape. Yeah, yeah like strawberry grape. grape. Yeah. I haven't oh. tried that one. I've, um, I like the tropical punch one, like the yellow one. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. That was my favorite. That, that jungle juice flavor. Tropical punch. That's the one I think, uh, shout out Charlene. Uh, she likes that one too. But, uh, pause. <laughs> so we have gathered all y'all listeners here today for multiple topics. But the first thing we're going to talk about, I would like to talk about, is the enthusiasm that I have for Fet Devoid this year. And we have already slated four artists on three different days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And shout out to, first off, Beach, uh, Beach Angel. She's, she's going to be uh, one of the artists we interview on Saturday. And uh, she's hosted uh, a couple of songs on the podcast on previous episodes. So she's going to be a great, great addition to our lineup. And we got uh, the uh sh- And if y'all haven't checked out their new album they released europa it's on all major streaming platforms go out give them 300 listens not just one but the album is slapping we're going to interview them then we got uh dj doug who runs the good earth record shop in new orleans so if y'all are in new orleans and you want to get some of the best vintage records that you can find he is the only spot that we're going to tell y'all about that I know of anyway. And then uh last but not least, number four that's locked in is Blind Texas Marlin. Uh big, big shout out to John Curry. Uh he's possibly bringing his full band on the show, which would be dope. We only got four mics, John. So if you're listening, I don't know how many people are in your group, but uh we got four. And for all the artists, if y'all come with more than four people, I someone's gonna have to share a mic or something. But uh yeah, uh, Fett's going to be fun, and uh, got a lot more stuff coming up, and, uh, oh, excuse me, pardon me, uh, I'm going to pull up the list in a minute, but uh, before we get to that, I want to get this off my head, true crime, the good, the bad, the ugly, I don't know, it feels kind of off-putting, because that's where I feel like I like a lot of podcasts go true crime like yeah, local crime or true crime just like, in general like they go in like in depth and like pick apart horrific serial killer minds and we're gonna dive into something a little uh oh yeah a little vicious. bit more of it yeah i think tonight yeah it's gonna, it's gonna be gonna a little be uh turn in the podcast world for most of our listeners out there uh we're gonna do this is some local horrific shit that happened in town and uh you want to shed a little bit of light on it. Something think yeah, something happened recently too, but it, the altercation it just kind of goes into the common knowings of a uh, crime in a city, or like where somebody gets shot. Oh yeah, I forgot all about. I mean, I didn't forget about it, but yeah, you, that yeah, is, that is true. Yeah, yeah, here recently, gun violence is a rising thing in America for sure to say the least and uh it's always tragic when especially someone young you know full of life that had so many possibilities and uh yeah we lost 
uh, cousin, brother, friend here recently in the town. And uh, we have a moment of silence. A young kid uh, tragically lost to some gun violence here in town. Yeah, Tony Rakestraw. Hold your family tight. Right, yeah. Blessings to those families. Like, uh, a lot of people knew him as TJ. Like, he recently was uh, shot five times in the back, I believe, if it was told to me right. And, you know, he died in transport, so I don't mean to keep, you know, surfacing on the story. But, yeah, gun violence is a real thing. Uh, The person that done the crime, he is is behind bars and probably is going to serve life for uh, his crime or whatever the judge see fits best. But, you know, it's it's a tragic thing when these stories have to be told and the people that have to live with it, you know, carry that for the rest of their life. So in a sense, they are traumatized, so you can't blame a person if they react or respond or think a certain way because of an experience you may not know about. So it's best to kind of read with an open mind the context of what's about to be told in the story that joe has oh yeah it's uh intense uh i feel don't we know personally yes yeah we both know personally like uh like i was telling uh from different perspectives i knew in the story i'm about to tell i knew personally the brother and i knew who she was too and you know how time is you just move away but she was a little bit older than I was, and I used to Same. hang out with the brother and play down the street. You remember when everybody would play down the street together? Or yeah. Everybody like got kicked the out of the house at the same well, time? Right. Well, uh, so to dive quick, I'm, I'm not going to get, yeah, I'm going to get a little bit, but uh, this happened in 2011. All right. The official story that came out was... Uh, uh, this Oakdale woman, her name was Pamela. She was 34, and uh, what had happened, transpired, was uh, Victoria Perez was in Ellick at a doctor's appointment and waiting for a ride back. So she knew old girl, right? Right. And uh, come, and so she picked her up, right? Right. And then, you know, she thought she was getting a ride back to Oakdale, so she brings her to her house. And then that's where she, damn, this is going to be rough, but uh, killed her with a hammer, right? She beat her over the head with a hammer, bludgeoned to death. Yeah, and then uh, cut her open to try to get the baby out. But, of course, she she ain't know that. Yeah, Victoria was also pregnant at the time. uh, Eight months pregnant. Eight months pregnant. When the woman found out that she was pregnant, she tried to cut the baby out of her because she didn't realize that in order to do that type of operation the person has to be living for it to be successful and uh, but she hit her over the head multiple times with the hammer cut the baby out uh cut the body up into pieces if i recall correctly yeah got the children involved got the children to bring those pieces to the ditch and yeah. burn it so yeah. like for 4 hours the rotten stench of human flesh you know, fumigated that entire neighborhood by um, West Bay River. Yep. 
Yeah, you can't even go. It's all like uh, yeah, it's, you can't go over there no more. Yeah, it's, it's like it's all posted. Yeah. Like it, you know, it's but, I forget what they call it. Um, and the the whole cold killing part about like this whole story is uh, the kids. It it happened. They said for like a year. They went on like the kids didn't tell, but one of the uh, kids had told a guidance counselor at school about it. Right. Then that's what led to everything just unraveling. And uh, what was crazy too is another story is the the Pamela chick, the the chick that did the murders. She was trying to get her ex back, so she was sending pictures of her old pregnancy with him. Mm-hmm. And saying that she was pregnant again because I guess they messed around. She was trying to find a baby instantaneous to feel that. So that's why she killed her. But if there's any silver lining in this bad story that uh, she did, they did catch her. She is now serving life behind uh, bars. She She would never see. She got first degree murder. First degree uh, feticide, her, uh, murder, whole bunch of different charges, but the family, like uh, the family of Victoria, was there at the proceeding when they did the sentencing, and they reported that they were joyed by the outcome of what happened. You know, justice, in a sense, was kind of served. You know, what I mean, you can't never bring nobody. You can back. never bring nobody back, but at the same time, the consequence that needs to be had. For that type of action to an innocent woman on top of this thing. It's like she was coming back from, you know, the clinic with that that checkup. Yeah. Like prior to like talking about things of what she was gonna do while she was having the baby. Like if she's gonna get the epidural or not. That I'm pretty sure it was that conversation. Yeah, that that was definitely like the last checkup but you know, and that's probably that's like finalizing when you're gonna go to the hospital, when you're gonna do this, what's this payment, do it lining up everything. And you it's know, crazy blessings, that blessings to a brother who's still living and having yeah. a deal, you know, like, you know, the parents are still alive. And it's, it's it hurts whenever, um, you know, as a parent, I would I dread the idea of like having to bury like my child or even my grandchild before I'm gone. Yeah, that's that's rough. And that's a weight that most people can't carry without feeling some type of vengeance, hate or even you know, empathy or sympathy for that matter for a person because either they accept it or they grow cold. Yeah, grow. Yeah, there's uh, not going to dive too into it, but I know someone who lost a son and he told me it's like, hey, he don't believe in karma. I, I believe in karma. I believe you do good things. He told me I don't believe in karma because... My son shouldn't just died in my arms. And I was like, what am I supposed to say to that? You know, I'm like, man, that's fucking rough. And it, it does. It changes anybody. Death is a, a thing that we like to push to the side until it really just hits home. Yeah. And that's when it definitely changed everything. Nothing lasts forever. So that yep. every moment that you talk to spend with the person is best to treat it like the last. Like I can remember. You know, like, yeah, brought up the Victoria story. It's like I can remember hanging out with her and her brother. It's like we had did what we did at the school. It's like highlight of the year right there, and we we got expelled for that. So it's just, um, (laughs) 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 so, like, you know, years later down the road, it's like uh, I always tell this story because, like, it's, 
no matter what, like if I see my old classmates, like that's one story that always comes up is, is that one. It's like, oh, remember that time? It's like, yeah, I remember. It's like, and how long ago was this? Like, <laughs> you, you haven't done anything outside of your life in fashion since you see me to instantly. Oh, no, it's just, I, I guess, the way that for some people, the actions like really have an impact. And it's like that moment of bonding, the moment of sharing. It's like, you know, I, I still talk to a brother to this day, like check on him, like found out he got evicted. You know, like he's back at the people house and, you know, it's like I haven't been seeing him at his old spot. You know, he had that spot for a good while, like a couple years. And, you know, it's just like to keep in touch with those. I feel like... um I speak more, like, whenever it comes to the topic about death, I kind of change it by speaking more about the topic of life because it's, um, I don't know, it's just like some people get uncomfortable about it. That You know, death is the closest thing that we have to knowing what life is really like living. It's crazy. Like, death is such a, something that's implemented on you as soon as you realize what's going on, even as a child, like, very early. But everything's, it's the process. Some people get to live it. Some people get drastically took too early. Right. So to be truthful about it in all aspects and how it can happen, either you, the dream for all, I'm sure, is to die of old age in the sleep. But for some, you know, you know, some people die, we're getting ran over by a forklift or, you know, crushed by something or, hell, to, like overdose. Like, you, you never know, like, alcoholism like where people just go overboard and drink too much and go off the deep end and uh, I like the deep end though thousand ways <laughs> to die oh there's way more than a thousand like people die from tripping and falling yeah they from did. short height like from short distances like from like standing to the ground like you hit your head just like the head like some people say the head is the heaviest part on the body yeah like, throughout all the bones, the head weighs the most. I swear to God. Why has someone got a fucking... It's always got to be some type of noise. You know? I guess that's the good look. There it goes. I hope. I was hoping that motherfucker ran out of gas. <laughs> that fucking lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, he's starting at, like, and, what, 8 o'clock? Man, it's like 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, Why are you mowing yeah, grass? mowing grass with a flashlight right now. Must be nice. It's like, hmm, when can I be the most annoying? Or they're just trying to not get out in the sun. But they have a riding lawnmower. Obviously, that's a riding lawnmower. Yeah, they don't want to be out in the sun. The sun burns. It might be vampires. Yeah, they might. Yeah, they skin might not be able to handle the sun. Now, speaking of vampires, I think this this clinic over here. I think they're vampires, dude. You think so? I think so. How you figure? Do they do they administer shots to take blood? I don't know. They uh, always they have weird drop offs. People come in late at night to pick up stuff. Yeah. They, oh, they always have like the back door open. I'm just saying, dude, it's a little sketchy. There ain't nothing that important going on at seven o'clock at night. You got to pick up a sample. You know what I'm saying? Or eight o'clock at night, you're picking up multiple samples. I think they're taking the blood. <laughs> From the Oakdale hey, citizens, very well be, <laughs> and distributing to the vampire cult that lives with the lizard people in Antarctica, deep in the woods. And if you haven't, oh, I bet you Sasquatch is out there, deep in the woods. Yeah, shout out episode one sixty four, Stank Eight. 
I have no idea why I can remember that, but not other stuff that really matters. And shout out episode 74, Beware of the Lizard People. <laughs> yeah, I like I like Deep Subject, weird. But uh, I digress. Yeah, I had a topic about shapeshifters earlier. But yeah, oh, shape- it's yeah. shapeshifters. Yeah. Hold up. Uh, if y'all haven't checked it, uh, check us out. Check us out on all major streaming platforms at 5000w.thirdcoastpodcast.com. On all social medias, check out our TikTok. Eventually, maybe we might do another one. It's been a while, but go check us out doing the Sprite Challenge, uh, how to open a beer with a lighter, uh, whatever else is on our TikTok that I am not discussing. Uh, check out. Uh, shout out to the Horde. Oh, wrong God. There we go. There it is. Shout out. Uh, we're inching our way to the 100 member mark, and I appreciate everybody for joining. Keep posting. I'm very enjoying the dank memes that are falling down there. And I appreciate everybody not for going too crazy. You know, it is an open platform. Everybody can post, but you know how some people are. They want to get that. Yeah, they want to get that edge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad that we ain't went down no bad tunnels yet because I will delete your shit and block you, ho. And I will put you on blast, too. Don't be coming in the horde. I mean, we're dank, but dank on a certain level. Right, right. (laughs) And then it don't have to be just memes. Reply to something I post on there or anybody post about, like, topics. Y'all can help build this podcast you guys matter <laughs> and y'all could get, guide us in direction because every now and again we run out of shit to talk about too you know oh yeah anytime you feel like taking a strike throwing a pitch yeah i mean anything anything you can throw a ball out there just you know summit split something out just holler at us <laughs> uh open to you know definitely open to all words well not all words but you, you feel me yeah you know not but okay. Suitable and yet appropriate. Uh, I posted something uh, a while ago. It was like <laughs> when Fred has Fred biting his lip. He said, "Yeah, gang, let's split it up. Uh, let's split up. Me and Daphne are gonna go check the bedroom." And he's yeah. biting his lip. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, going to get that. Yeah, you better, yeah, you better go clap to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you always notice that he always wanted to break himself in the game. Uh, Next week, we'll be traveling to Alexandria to do an interview with Mr. David, the boss, at his gym. And we're going to talk some stuff. And that's going to be a good... You know, I want a part of me wants to make it an uh, interview, but a big part of me wants to make it just like a full-fledged episode. And that's probably what's going to be. But uh, this is episode 167. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, we have had, this will be our 26th episode this year. We've had over 13 different people on the show. This year? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kwame missed it because we did, uh, he would have been uh, 14, but uh, we did that in December. But. Okay, yeah. 30 different, uh, 30 different songs, 22 different artists, 22 or 23 different artists. Have been featured on the show this year, so big shout out to Third Coast Podcast and everybody that's a part of the show. Thank you guys. Shouts out, Kobati. But yeah, man, fuck that lawnmower. Oh yeah, for man, real. That shit, 
Yeah, that shit's been going. <laughs> you heard him crank it up. We uh, we just kind of like backtracked and try to, you know, hear when the lawnmower started up. You know what I'm saying? And right. I, just, you just wait hear for him. that thing to end. <laughs> it's always... That's what's one of the weirdest things about the shed is there's always some weird noise that's in the background from loud trucks to someone slabbed up. And then today, someone on a raggedy ass riding lawnmower making a whole bunch of noise. But suburbia is what Chuck says. Yeah, suburbia. Good old suburbia with a. You got the good neighbors cutting the good lawn, making it look good for whoever's passing by. And you know, I hate that so much. It's like. You really do have like 72 hours to retaliate when someone cuts their grass. And like that spot over there uh, next to me and my neighbor's uh, house, he only mows <laughs> some of that area because we're right. the property line in. So, and he ha- he paid someone to go over there and he mows it with a zero turn. So I had to drop my lawnmower all the way down and just push mow at the hardest level to try to get it to match his grass match on that grass side. On you know, I was side. like, golly. Yeah, I was like, the, the dude couldn't just neighbor. bring up his blade a little bit? <laughs> Give me a little I, slack? I felt it because, like, my neighbors made the comment, like, days whenever I cut my grass. It's like, oh, oh, I see you cut your grass. It look all good. It's like, I was like, what, you want me to cut your grass for you? Like, the, like <laughs> I, I'm bad to respond, like, the way that, you know, sometimes my neighbors make comments about the way, you know, it's like you say, there's 72 hours to respond, so... It's like I, I kind of felt that same energy. Like one day, I got went on my uh, my lunch break, and my worker, like my, my coworker, was outside. He was cutting his grass. I was like, "Oh shit!" It's like with the looking at my yard, looking at his yard. It, it instantly, like I didn't say nothing to him. I just looked at his yard. I was like, "Man, I'm cutting my grass tomorrow." So yeah, next day, definitely before the rain came, which today it rained balls. But I digress. Yeah, before the rain a couple of days ago, I cut my yard because, you know, I feel like you got 72 hours to respond. I'm going to respond in 12. I'm waking up first thing <laughs> in the morning the way that it is on my mind that my neighbor cut their grass before me. So, yeah, it's like challenge accepted. First thing in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm outside cutting my grass. I'm done by 8 o'clock. <laughs> and then here recently – the weather too has been making the. I, I'm I'm back cutting the grass like every two weeks again, and it sucks. I'm not happy about that. I'm ready. You know, I know most people are always like really excited for winter, but I I sure hope we have a good fall and a good nice cold winter this year because my pockets could definitely enjoy some pre AC from Mother Earth right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Get I, some of that heat rolling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It's one thing, like that house. It's easy to, it's easy to heat. Like my light bill is cheap in the winter, right? But then in the summertime to keep it cool. Oh yeah, you got to over with some dollars. Yeah, I feel like uh, solar energy is a topic that goes, you know, less discussed. Hey, we're powered by solar energy. The little power bank on there. This this live is yeah. This uh, podcast is sponsored by Solar Energy. All the energy you need. All the energy you ever need from the sun. Is right there. Harness it. Randomly floating in a gravity field. Yeah, in a gravity Gravity field just waiting for your pleasures. It's like, take me. You know, it's like you can feel me. It's like so much you don't even want it. 
you're getting burned by it. You know, take some of that energy and put it to good use. They got uh, if you if you're a homeowner and you have a house, you can get like grants from the government to put solar panels on your house, and it's actually beneficial too, especially in Louisiana. You have to get it approved by the federal half because my brother he has solar panels on his house, but the reason why he haven't switched over to solar energy is because the government hasn't figured a way i think in the state of louisiana to approve of the use of it to be able to claim the tax dollars that is owed for um this use of energy even the way that solar energy is supposed to be more effective than led energy which lowers your light bill tremendously you know solar energy can only be stored it could be reused like there's many different properties whenever it goes into the depths of explaining like the way it's the same way that um it had a guy who created a car based off of air compression and energy basically a pneumatic a pneumatic car system it is powered by air it recycles the CO2 in the air and pumps out more oxygen into the atmosphere so not only is it a clean and efficient vehicle but I hate to say it, but like whenever this guy put this blueprint on display, the CIA the next day took it off of the media, and the guy Fuck was the never CIA. and the guy was never heard from again. Yeah, because they because you know because who, things that are beneficial, such as solar energy. You know who the CIA things. the CIA <laughs> sent after him? <laughs> <laughs> the stank ape from Florida. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, uh, that that sound you're hearing, Cleve, is uh, supposed to be like the Bigfoot growl. That's the growl. Like, I ain't gonna tell you how I got the Bigfoot growl, but just know that's the alleged sound. That if you're in the woods and you hear that, that means Bigfoot about to fuck you up. Yeah, Bigfoot got that super jump. Huh? I said Kingfoot got that super jump. It's almost like the Hulk, but it's not as many miles as the Hulk. But you know the Bigfoot. Rumor has it that the Bigfoot can jump up to like I think um, if it's not a hundred yards, it's a thousand yards. Hey, that's the interstellar creature, right? Yeah, there. like it, it's supposed to be able to leap. Like if you look up at the moonlight, you'll see like a glimpse of his shadow, just like with the one jump, that super jump, and then it and you then, know with the super run into the distance. I know a little bit about Bigfoot, man. Like the the rumors definitely. Supersedes supposedly foot, Bigfoot stands fourteen feet tall. Is it fourteen? Yeah, feet? some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's fourteen or fifteen feet tall. But uh, I wasn't on the episode to get the leisure yeah. to explore my views and opinions on it. But I'm gonna say it on this episode just <laughs> <laughs> because I'm here now, so I got some shit on my chest <laughs> that I'm trying to get off. <laughs> nah, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, yeah, that growl's epic though. Like the, you said, that's supposed to be the sound of Bigfoot. Yeah, okay. allegedly, allegedly, possibly. But uh, I know we've said it the past like three, three episodes now. But uh, we do, I do have the lineup for Fet, and I'm gonna go give a quick, uh, quick run through of it. Uh, of course, the Ice Man's gonna be there. Five hundred four Icy Girl, which is a hip hop artist. She reminds me a lot of like that Nicki Minaj fucking like okay, fuck yeah, you attitude yeah. type shit dope and uh danny skip uh another hip-hop artist uh <laughs> so uh excited to see him uh right right 
Uh, you got Curly uh, Curly Taylor. You know who that is? I've heard of him, but I, you know, to hear the music and to put the face together is one thing. Uh, Curly Taylor and the Zydeco Trouble. Uh, Jonathan Boogie Long, uh, which I actually looked looked him up. That dude is pretty dope. He's a really high school, uh, really high class rapper. Which I'm, a lot of the artists that are going to be there. It's a lot of hip hop, so it's going to be a really interesting year at Fet. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. New Thousands, kind of like a rock type thing, and uh, you got uh, Oak Street Ramblers, DJ Nice Rack, uh. The Rumble, Brat, Brat's like a, a like a metal, a metal band in a sense. Yeah. Uh, with uh, so I'm excited to see them for sure. You got Animals in the Night Shades, the Talisman, uh, Camry Dupree and the uh, Cajun Tribadors, which I've heard their music. That's pretty cool. And uh, shout out to Rusty, uh, Rusty Cormier. If y'all don't know, y'all need to check him out. Probably one of the best accordion players in Southwest Louisiana. And uh, last year at FET, it was Louisiana music, you know. It's cool that FET puts like Cajun artists in in the lineup and they make sure that they get seen at FET. So that's always awesome. I feel that with any Louisiana festival, you got to go to the heart of its roots. Um, the way that music was brought here from the boat all the way dating back to what 1811 1812 whenever they reached the port of new orleans and in 1814 they established the what was the name of that song uh not miss ellers but that other teacher miss weaver miss weaver yeah 1814 we took a little trip down to New Orleans. Yeah, I remember that song. Golly. She drilled that fucking song into oh. our heads. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's definitely Miss Weaver, bro. I remember that song. But yeah, I, it is it is great that they make sure to put a little bit of Louisiana tradition in in the lineup. Uh, you got Nether Hour. Then you got Revenge of the Sith uh, Molliger Jam. Damn, I feel like I'm fucking that up. And like I said, if I fuck up what I say about your band names or how you're on the flyer, just know that I got that great uh, Oakdale education. Ice cold. Serve with an A plus. My phone. Uh, I, you know, I, I tell myself to write this down on paper so I can just read it off paper. It would be a lot easier than But I'm like, screenshot it on your phone, Joe. It'd be fine. You try to read it. Uh got the quadraholics and like i said earlier make sure you check out europa that's streaming on all major platforms and uh year two with the quadraholics and we're excited to have them on another year of fed devoid for an interview and uh got Otto, the quickening tristan duke uh got duke dufran tristan dufran bearing the forest friends the zoomist uh Painted Hands, Kid Love, Blind Texas Marlin, Unicorn Funk, DJ Duck Funny, Sandra Love and the Reason, the Alric Frick Band, Beach Angel, shout out Beach Angel, and uh, art. You know what's cool is like they always make sure that even though like an artist don't might not have a set, but they can still be there and they probably play a set with some bands. You got 
Mike Dillon going to be out there. Yeah. Blake uh, Quick. James. You got Rillo. Shout out Rillo. Uh, a lot of the members of the Iceman going to be everywhere. There's going to be a whole bunch of activities. And just make sure you go check out Fet the Void www.fetthevoid.com buy your tickets buy the early pass too for thursday because we'll be out there thursday too we got some interviews lined up and we'll be out there come get some merch y'all might go if you what's come, the date uh that would be the 30th no the 29th which would be thursday and then the 30th will be friday and the first will be saturday october the first which is consequently right in the middle of homecoming around here too but uh, I, sorry for the people's names that I didn't put out there. But uh, sorry, guys. I ain't going to stumble through too much because I can't uh, make it a bad listen for everybody. But uh, we are excited to be there. And I know it was his saying, beating a dead horse with a stick. But y'all need to go buy them tickets because there's so much that y'all going to miss if y'all don't. But... Uh, yeah, check out Third Coast Podcast on 5000w's.thirdcoastpodcast.com on all major streaming platforms. And we love everybody. And we're going to take a slight break because we want to catch up on this Saints game. Relax a little bit and we'll be back to close this podcast. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. They know each other. Trying to push them to do better. That's what that song sounds like. That'll be all. Hey, man. Shout out uh, China again for uh, putting us on uh, during our little uh, breaky-poo we had. Uh, we jammed uh, some new fucking, some new jams. Yeah, it was released two days ago, according to my YouTube. It's uh, number 16 on the trending list for music. It's the Black Slim Shady by The Game. And it's a uh, 10 minute and 39, 49 minute song. It's almost 11 minutes of just the raw samples, raw materials driven towards the MC to either A, 72 hours to respond or uh, (laughs) retire his in. The everything that he may have worked for, it might as well just be put into a box. You know, all of it just packed up into a box and carried out of the office the way that if he doesn't respond, who's to say? I like when uh, he's like, oh, Dr. Dre's got something to say. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't have nothing to yeah, say at all. Yeah, he ain't got too much to say at all <laughs> at this moment. You know, the way he's uh, bound and gagged. I mean, yeah, damn but, it, man. Uh, it's been a interesting episode to say the least and uh it's always great uh, right. it's uh late night oakdale the crickets are chirping uh the frogs are croaking i seen a, a big bullfrog i got real close to it and just looked at it i'm pretty sure it looked at me and we both looked at each other was like the fuck is that thing <laughs> but uh we got the saints game on antenna in the shed uh got one of my best friends in the world, Cleve, right next to me, doing the thing. For sure, doing the thing. Just uh, make sure y'all check us out everywhere and tell everybody about us. And uh, we look forward to uh, all these uh, events we have coming up. And it's going to be a great time. And 
hopefully y'all listen and y'all tell someone else about us. But uh, as all things end, they must end. But we got some great music, uh, live music that we recorded with this setup, Solar Power, <laughs> uh, at the Hardwood uh, Holly Rock Show. And um, it's going to be coming up after a little bit of words of wisdom. Would you like me to go first, Cleve? Uh, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> Looking at this game, it's got, you know, it's the fourth. Got five minutes, 35 seconds. All right, Louisiana drivers out there. Got 13. Yeah, New Orleans Just, 13, Texans 10. If you go to a red light and there's no traffic coming from the left, you can make that right turn. You don't have to wait there until the light turns green to make a right turn. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. You ever been you, you, like you got get yeah, behind someone and you obviously can see there's nothing, no traffic coming from the left. Like you can take that right. Yeah, you don't you have can to definitely wait. Definitely take that right turn, even the way the light is red. You yield on a right turn. Yeah, it's just uh, words you of know, wisdom. Make that right turn. Right. Yeah. Don't get caught right lane slipping. You heard me <laughs> out there at the red light out there in the city. You know, if it's Houston, if it's Chicago, L.A., New York. You know, here, national, wide, you know, abroad. Always make that right turn. Khalid? I would say, you know, according to what I've been going through, not to, you know, think before you speak. I feel like I've, you know, I feel like that's an understatement sometimes, the way that, you know, some people regurgitate response at an at an other's moment and to say that you can fully process where a person is coming from it's just best to evaluate the way the person is asking it to ask the right questions not to overthink things or not to be too shallow but to be understanding of the communication that's being had I feel that in my soul. If if I have a soul, if we have souls, we might be living in like these little human pods and being fed a shell of existence <laughs> through the matrix. Yeah, something yeah, something <laughs> like that where we retrieve these uh these items that can intrigue the senses. I'm I'm just kinda like filtering my words right now the way that I don't know what kind of audience it's listening right now, but uh, anything that enlightens the senses, you know, and dabble with caution, always be aware of the surroundings, you know, always yeah. never take for because uh, you know who might be out there, yeah, you know what's out there. <laughs> and fucking uh, stank ape out there, shout out stank ape and uh, Bigfoot. If you do really exist, but what really does exist is the Do you the think void. they really exist? Huh? Why not? It'd be fun if they really do. It'd be kind of boring if it wasn't. But do you think? Like, if you were to say, like, if you were to yeah. give, like, a 100%, like, just all in answer, like, a, a hard yes, hard no. Hard yes. A hard gotcha. yes. I, I want to be, I, I'm on the board. Yeah, I'm on the board with you. I can honestly say that, um... To no degree does the imagination roam the way it does 
without some type of definitive proof, even if we don't have the words to put it. Like, it's kind of like how some theories are taken in a place like Einstein's theories or, you know, different other, like, just common theories that from our time, like Einstein, Newton, blah, blah, blah. And, like, how certain theories were relative, but they were ahead of their time. It was just later discovered that these people were ahead of their time in their thinking and way of doing. I feel like it's the same thing when it comes to topics like, you know, what's out there. The giant squids. Yeah, the giant squids, the giant shark. And recently, mm-hmm. you know, they discovered a giant turtle that lives underneath the um, the equivalent of the Loch Ness, I'm assuming. But yeah, like deep in the ocean, like there's a, a creature that lurks beneath, but the head is like... We got to eat that. Got to what? We got to eat it. What was the creatures with the world on their backs? The tortoise? Yeah, like tortoise. Like yeah. they carried the, like, I guess, like, the equivalent of those tortoise would be plate tectonics. That was their way of, like, kind of translating what plate tectonics shifting and moving would be in a sense of, I guess, like, the, the development of the world that we know today. Like the way that right now we're in a solar storm. I don't know if too many people. Oh are yeah, about the sun. Yeah, it's gonna be like for the sun like dancing three for the years. next three years. And yeah, the reason Point, uh, why that sand is blowing from the Sahara Desert clear across the Atlantic Ocean only to breach the southern region of the U.S. and parts of the West Coast is because the Earth's drying pretty quickly. The way that for the next three years, you know, the ice is going to melt. <laughs> third Coast. But hey, third look at the Third Coast today. podcast. Uh, <laughs> check out this great music and yeah, third hold coast. up. I like the changing some sound. That's third right. Coast podcast. Uh, this has been a great episode, Cleve. And uh, don't know a title, but we across that bridge tomorrow but uh we love everybody and y'all have a great afternoon and and enjoy this music uh for third coast i'm joe you know rock at always you know keep the protection that's a must (laughs) and look out for the you know always look out for others before you look out for yourself if if you don't feel that you know you're just selfish (laughs) be who you are (laughs) Uh, Have a good night, y'all. You guys have a good night.